Hello and welcome back to Express FM's coverage of Exeter City here at St James's Park. Brought to you today by Sam Parks and Tom Pacillo. The Grecians return to league action here against Sheffield Wednesday in what will be a tough test in harsh conditions here in Exeter. For Exeter City, the tough fixtures in the run-up towards Christmas continue as the Grecians welcome the side third in the table to St James's Park. With a draw away at Morecambe last Friday, unable to provide three points, despite Josh Key's first goal in a way, Exeter City will look to get back to winning ways today. Although Sheffield Wednesday are a high-flying team, the form of Giovanni Brown and Sam Nombe will certainly give City a fighting chance, with the duo having scored 17 goals between them already this season. Also buoyed by a full squad for the first time this season, Gary Caldwell's side have everything needed to challenge Wednesday. The back three of Alex Hartridge, Czech Diabate and Piers Sweeney, all critical to last year's promotion campaign, will give City fans confidence, especially with the Grecians' poor defensive record as of late. On the other side, the visitors, who made the playoffs last season, will look to make it one better this. Sitting in third place in the table, Wednesday have had a strong start to the season and will pose the Grecians a real threat today. With promotion hero Cam Dawson in their squad, there are certainly some familiar faces in the Wednesday team. They've only lost once in the last 10 league games and have a whole coast of quality players within their team, so City are really going to have their work cut out. For City, they line up in their classic 3-4-1-2 formation. Jamal Blackman is between the sticks and their back three is made up of Alex Hartridge, Pierre Sweeney and Czech Diabate. Jake Caprice gets the nod at right back over Jack Sparks, with Josh Key also on the wing backs. The midfield duo is Tim Dieng and Archie Collins. Keggs Chowke makes his first start since October and his first full league start. And up top is Giovanni Brown and Jay Stansfield. The bench is made up of Harry Lee, Jack Sparks, Rakim Harper, Captain Matt Jay, Sam Nombe, Jonathan Grounds and Mitch Beardmore. For Sheffield Wednesday, they mirror Exeter's 3-4-1-2 formation. David Stockdale's in goal. We're back three of Mark McGuinness, Liam Palmer and Rhys James. Dominic Iorfer and Marvin Jones are the wingbacks with Barry Bannon and Will Volks in midfield. Dele Bashru is in midfield too with Michael Smith and Josh Windass up top. Their bench is made up of Cameron Dawson, Malik Wilkes, veteran Lee Gregory, Callum Peterson, Tariq Baxson, Jack Hunt and Alex Mighton. I'm joined today by Tom Pacillo. Tom, it's cold, but the pitch looks good and I'm sure the fans are in fine voice. Sam, it is cold. It's absolutely freezing here at St. James Park, but myself and about 8,000 Exeter City supporters in St. James Park are really looking forward to this fixture against the Owls. Sheffield coming to this game third in League One, very close to that uh, league leader position, currently held by Plymouth Argyle. They could lose that position if they drop points in Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday get points. Let's hope that Exeter can stop that happening, ironically. And uh, we're sure to be in for a, a great game. Sheffield Wednesday squad is absolutely packed with quality. You look at the likes of, uh, you know, Josh Windass, who uh, is an excellent player in this league. Marvin Johnson secured promotion to the Premier League with Sheffield United. David Stockdale did that with Brighton and Hove Albion as well. You've got internationals in there. Barry Bannon, you know, should really be playing in the Championship. So, I mean, Sheffield Wednesday will be certain to cause some problems today, but. I think Exeter, with their brilliant home form that they've had this season, could be coming into this one with the hope of getting something out of it. Yeah, certainly. It's going to be a tough test here for the Grecians. But, as we've seen in the past, they can do big things against big teams. And hopefully they'll look to do the same today. Kickoff's on the way soon. What does City need to do to come away with some points here? Well, I mean, the 
the big thing is to improve their defensive record, isn't it? I mean, it's going to be difficult to stop Sheffield Wednesday because they've been scoring for fun this season. But I suppose some questions have been asked of the defence recently. They've really got to sharpen up in that back line. You've got to back Hartridge, uh, Sweeney and Diabate in this game. But, you know, they've really got to be on their game to stop a really good Sheffield Wednesday attack unit. Yeah, it's going to be a real test here for the Grecians. But they're up for it as always. And with that attack of Stano and Giovanni Brown, anything can happen. And off we go here at St. James's Park as Sheffield Wednesday kick off, kicking towards the big bank in the first half in their famous white and blue strip. Dabashiru still driving in, chopped down on the edge of the box, and that will be a free kick for the visitors. It was a dangerous run. Yeah, Deli Bashiri just got so much room there, didn't he? No Exeter City player closed him down. It was always likely that he was going to make it to the edge of the 18-yard box. I suppose not likely he was going to make it any further. No way could an Exeter City defender let him do that. But in the end, it's a really good free-kick opportunity. And Sheffield Wednesday with some excellent set-piece takers. I know Barry Bannon's still over this one. I mean, you'd, you'd back him to get on target at least, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. It is Bannon and Josh Windass stood over the free-kick here just outside the penalty area. Both of them four goals already this season. And they'll look to add to their totals here. It is Barry Bannon. Runs over it. Leaves it to Windass. Windass curls, Windass curls it around the wall. But Jamal Batman gets down low and saves really nicely. It was a good hit. Yeah, I thought Jamal thought that Barry Bannon was going to take that one. But it wasn't. It was Windass. And wow, he couldn't really got much closer, could he? And it was an excellent save from Jamal Blackman. Down low to his left-hand side. It sort of curved past the wall, didn't it? But excellent save from Jamal. And it's a corner kick now for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, it was a good save by Jamal Blackman, and the ball can now go into the box. It's a ball by Barry Bannon, but it's headed clear nicely by Tim Dieng there and out for a throw-in. It's Jamal Blackman to launch forward up towards the head of Giovanni Brown. Giovanni Brown can't win it, and it's cleared nicely with Barry Bannon, who collects midfield. But he loses out to Stansfield. Jake Caprice now on the ball. Slide it in really nicely towards Giovanni Brown. It's collected by T Stansfield. Stansfield backheeled towards Dieng. It was a good ball across. And it falls to Keg Strake, but it's blocked to the last minute there by a defender. It was a good opportunity for City, almost out of nothing. It really was out of nothing. And to be honest, I thought Exeter City were already on the back foot, but what a chance that was uh, for Exeter City. Great ball in from Timothy Diang. It was brilliant defending from Marvin Johnson, of all people, to get back and make that crunch challenge to deny Exeter City from getting that goal. I think it was Keg Strake who was about to have the shot, but excellent defensive work and Exeter City get another corner kick. Yeah, it was a really good opportunity for Chalke, but it was blocked. And here we have a corner, whipped in by Giovanni Brown. But it's too close to David Stockdale, and he can easily gather. But the corner does go in, and it's Czech Diabate putting the keeper under pressure. But it's off the line. A really, really good opportunity there for the Grecians. It's now Archie Collins on the left-hand side. Stands it up to the back post. Pierce Sweeney at the back post there. And it falls forward once again here to Josh Key. Josh Key takes the throw in quickly. And he finds Czech Diabate. Diabate then wide to Caprice. Caprice goes back to Blackman. It was a great opportunity there, Tom. It certainly was. And perhaps one Exeter City didn't expect to get. It was Czech Diabate who nearly had an open goal to aim at, didn't it? It sort of, ball sort of landed for him, but not quite to him, I suppose. It was uh, Sheffield Wednesday who managed to get the ball clear and they needed to. Because if, if they didn't, it would be Exeter City 1, Sheffield Wednesday 0. No. Yeah, it was really nicely cleared off the line by McGuinness, saving a goal there for the visitors. Both players back on their feet, 
and we can restart the game here with Barry Bannon's ball forward towards Josh Windass. But it's a really, really good save by Jamal Blackman. And it's scrambled clear for a throw-in. That was out of nothing, wasn't it, Tom? Exeter City caught napping, weren't they, after that potential head injury between Archie Collins and uh, Will Volks. It was Barry Bannon who started the play again, straight on the referee's whistle. A great ball into the middle. And uh, it was Josh Windhouse, wasn't it, who very nearly managed to get the first goal of the afternoon. But it was Jamal Blackman who was equal to it. I'm glad that he was alive to it because no other Exeter City player were. No, he ghosted in behind Windass, and it was a shot on target, but Jamal Blackman got down low quickly, and it stays nil-nil. Ball in from Barry Bannon from the corner. Can't clear Tim Dieng, though, and he's able to get it clear. And that, unfortunately, is the end of Barry Bannon's day. He's replaced by Tyreek Bakinson. It's going to be a big miss for the Owls for the rest of the game, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, it certainly will be. I mean, a lot of people say Barry Bannon's the best player in League One. I think he won the award last year, didn't he? So, I mean, Barry Bannon, an excellent player at, at this level, should really be playing higher. One thing I will say is that Exeter City will certainly favour their chances now that Barry Bannon's off the pitch compared to when he was on. He's got an odd style of play, doesn't he, Barry Bannon? He's almost Messi-esque. I don't want to compare the two, really, but the way he walks around the pitch and can just fire in a good ball like whenever possible. We saw it earlier after that delay in play didn't we where he, he looked straight forward for Josh Windass and they're going to miss that creative spark from Barry Bannon as we head to, into the latter stages of the first half and for all of the second half loses the ball out and it's now with Palmer Palmer finds Diabate and it's collected by Stansford in the middle of the park but that is half time we go into the half at 0-0 it's been a good half for both teams main talking point Barry Bannon going off injury, uh, injured but the Grecians will certainly look to take three points here in the second half. Yeah, I think exactly that. It was a good first 45 to watch, really. I think Exeter City and Sheffield Wednesday have been pretty even. Perhaps you'd say that Sheffield Wednesday have had the better of the play, certainly the better of the chances. I think you look at a few towards the end of that first 45 and you think perhaps on another, on another day they could have been finished. But Exeter City taking no-no at half-time, I think they'll be happy with that. And Gary Colwell will be... You know, going into that dressing room, telling them that I think you know they've done a good job in this first 45, and there's a chance to finish it in the second 45, and perhaps they'll go on and do that. But it's still Exeter City nil, Sheffield Wednesday nil. A good half, but it goes in nil nil here at St James's Park, and away we go for the second half here at St James's Park. No changes for either side, except for the match officials, with one called from the stand at half time. Never seen that one before, Tom. No, I certainly haven't. And, I mean, he's got his lucky day, hasn't he? Refereeing a League One game in you know, an incredible moment for him, I suppose. But, yeah, bit of an odd one. Stick that one on the family WhatsApp chat as the visitors come forward here in the second half. Moving around here on the edge of the box, Josh Windass deflected forward and Jamal Batman could just gather with Smith waiting for the ball if he was to spill it. Players around the penalty box. Good bit of movement. It was Jiang who threw himself at the header, but it's cleared nicely. Giovanni Brown, edge of the box, aims low. Giovanni Brown again, then plays Collins. Collins, good ball in towards the back post, but it's cleared out nicely again. And it will be a throw in for City. Much better from the Grecians. Much more like it from Exeter City. And they're dangerous from those corner kick opportunities. And uh, Archie Collins has almost dummied the first one and put the Sheffield Wednesday defenders off a little bit. A couple of chances resulting from it. Not quite for Exeter City, but don't rule them out. Yeah, it was a really good dummy from Collins from the corner. Even dummied me on commentary. It was that good. But here comes Josh Key down the wing. Josh Key. 
playing into Cheggs Kalke. Cheggs again across, but it's a poor pass by Cheggs. And it will be recycled once again by the Grecians, much to the dismay of the away fans. Jacob Priest from the edge of the box, and Jacob Priest scores! It's an absolute worldie from Caprice. Off the post and in. Keeper no chance. And SJP erupts. Tom, it's Caprice again. It's Caprice again. He's only scored twice in his whole entire career history. And that, I guarantee you, was better than his one last season. Unbelievable shot from Jacob Caprice, who puts Exeter City 1-0 into the lead. We said it was coming, didn't we? Exeter City have been looking really good in the last sort of five, ten minutes. And Caprice took advantage, came off the post and did Stockdale. Brilliant start to this second half. It's Exeter City 1, Sheffield Wednesday 0. City take the lead and it's a deserved lead based on the balance of play in this game. 1-0 in the 55th minute. There's an upset on the cards here at SJP. Unless Sheffield Wednesday can do something about it. The Big Bang singing that Cameron Dawson's better than Stockdale. And the Grecians are 1-0 up here. Tom, it's all looking rosy in Devon. I think I'd have to agree with the Big Bank as well. I think Cameron Dawson is a bit better than David Stockdale. And yes, it's looking very rosy here in the capital. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to the next sort of 40 minutes. Can Exeter City hold it out? I mean, to be honest, defensively, it's certainly been the better side, I think. So perhaps they'll be able to keep, uh, keep them out for the next 40 or so minutes. Yes, yeah, certainly. As City look to go on the front foot again. And Josh Cree has a throw in down on this right-hand side. I'll tell you what, the Sheffield Wednesday fans are getting really frustrated at some of the passes uh, attempted by Sheffield Wednesday. They're simple passes that are going wrong. And you can understand their frustrations because they've expected, they've seen better from their, uh, their players this year. And uh, it's just not happening at the moment for Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, the team's sitting third in the table. They could have moved up. But I don't think they are today, unless they can get back into this performance quickly, much to the dismay of their away fans. And another substitution is Callum Patterson coming on as well for Smith up top. Final roll of the dice, really, for the visitors. Yeah, absolutely, with Callum Patterson coming on. I mean, he's adding to that sort of old school, isn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what he can add in this second half, in the sort of last 15 minutes, but... Uh, I mean, Darren Moore has clearly got something up his sleeve. Darren Moore bringing on the veteran strikers as they look to get into this game. But Exeter City have a free kick deep in their own half. Stockdale then finds McGuinness as Sheffield look to mount another attack as we roll into the 80th minute here at St. James's Park. Back with Stockdale and he gives it straight to Jay Stansfield. Jay Stansfield running at the defence. Stansfield with a shot in and it is a good save by Stockdale. He redeems himself. It was a terrible pass out. And Stansfield was given the ball and freedom to run. Cue the Cameron Dawson, he's better than you chant. Because what was that from David Stockdale? Gave the ball straight to Jay Stansfield. And he very nearly punished uh, the veteran goalkeeper, David Stockdale. I mean, Stano couldn't have come much closer there. But it was a good recovery save, I suppose, in the end. And it's a corner kick for Exeter City. Yeah, rattled at the moment. Both the Sheffield Wednesday fans and players on the pitch as they really can't seem to find that composure that will get them back into this game if they're going to do that. Once again, smashed forward by Stockdale. Wins the flick on. It's Lee Gregory on the edge of the box. Shoot! And the shot does go into the corner of the net. It is the veteran striker, Patterson, who's rolled it into the corner. 
and Sheffield Wednesday have grabbed one back so late on. The Grecians thought they'd have it, but it's rolled into the corner and it is 1-0. Tom, it was too good to be true. Gutting, absolutely gutting. Got to give credit to Sheffield Wednesday. They really did keep going right until the end. I mean, you thought for all the world that Exeter City were going to hold on. They've been the better side today. Been a much better team. But teams like Sheffield Wednesday can punish you in the dying embers. We've seen it happen a few times already this season. I look back to Bristol Rovers when they scored in the last minute. After Exeter City were clearly the better side on the day. Wednesday snatch it at the death. And Exeter City won. Sheffield Wednesday won. It is... At the moment, going to be a point for the Grecians, but there's still going to be a few minutes of added time on to see if the Grecians can go up the other end and reply. And the ref blows the full-time whistle. It is a point that feels like none for the Grecians. Tom, wow. I don't think anybody comes away from this game happy. I think even the Sheffield Wednesday players are pretty gutted that they didn't manage to get three points. They had a great chance at the end with Gregory to snatch it right at the death but what a gutting performance for Exeter City just wasn't their day was it they thought it was right up until the end but Sheffield Wednesday just smashed it weird scenes on the pitch at the end neither team looks happy with that result at all Exeter City definitely not but a point against the team third in the league I'm sure they'll take it at the moment that ends 1-1 here at St James's Park between Sheffield Wednesday and Exeter City. We'll be back on Expression FM Sort, bringing you coverage of Exeter City on Boxing Day as Tom will bring commentary from the clash against Portsmouth. But for now, that is it. In a thriller at St James Park, it ends 1-0. Thank you for listening and see you next time.